Hi, this is Dr. Anita with another Diamond Moment. Diamonds are produced through time, heat, and pressure. The way that we utilize the information that we have gone through, the situations that we have gone through, allows us to extract the benefit from that experience to create a diamond in our lives. In the past few episodes, we've been talking about uh, a documentary of the life of gospel recording artist, Kirk Franklin. If you haven't done so, I definitely would uh, recommend you going back and looking at it. As I've said previously, it's a 38-minute documentary. It's very well worth your time. Uh, It's called Father's Day. It's free on YouTube, Father's Day. And then if you haven't listened to our previous uh, podcast, go back and begin in our tough questions series where we're asking ourselves tough questions, but specifically in generational influences. We started looking at it a little bit there and um, I'm doing something a little different so that we can build the foundation of where I want us to go from here, which is to be able to get a faster understanding. Normally, I um, upload a podcast about uh, once a week so that we have time to evaluate the material that's being presented and not just be overloaded with information and never doing anything with it, but to be able to look at what's being presented uh, in small bites, apply it to our life, and then be ready to move to the next small bite. Well, as we're reviewing this information, I think that it would be more beneficial for us to get a little bigger pieces to it because I want us to be able to apply it to where we are right now today. And, um, and this is being recorded in 2023. I know that giving dates always uh, make something antiquated a little bit, but we're not going to worry about that. We're going to uh, we're going to say that this is when it's being recorded so that you can, again, look at yourself right now today and determine how you can use this information. How does it line up in your life when we are as humans are not, don't have the ability to be objective enough to sometimes look at ourselves, we often can see it very much more clearly looking at the life of someone else. So that's what we're doing. We're using this documentary more as a case study uh, into our own enlightenment. Because if we were raised in these various generations, we have experienced much of the same thing. If we're able to look at it in Mr. Franklin's life and see how he may have overlooked some of the contributing factors in the relationships that he's dealing with, maybe we in turn will be able to uh, take into consideration some of these same factors in our own lives. We talked about the generations and how they line up. We talked about who was in his life from the silent generation to baby boomers. And then we talked about him as a person coming from the generation that they've termed as Generation X. So now I want us to move forward from there and look at his son, which it it falls in that millennial generation. So his son, when you have been raised by a person who had to be overly responsible, maybe in age inappropriately mature, dealing with life issues that possibly they weren't prepared to deal with, like those of Gen 
X, where you're raised by a person who had to be self-sufficient, who had to take care of themselves, who dealt with adversity in life at a very early age, who maybe made generational um, decisions that caused you to be in existence. Maybe your parent was a, a teen parent and they raised you with the information that they had that was lacking because maybe their parent had issues and then maybe their parent's parent was not instructive to them. We always say, if I knew better, I'd do better. So maybe you're raised by a parent that's doing the best they can, but yet it's inadequate for who you are and where you are. Now, what do you do with that? Do you have a child at a young age? Are you equipped to be able to raise that child so that they live a different and hopefully a better and more productive life than you lived? Or do you continue down the same vein? We see Kirk Franklin's son and realize that there's been some very public disagreements that he's had with his dad. Coming from an age where the internet and social media is, is... well in effect he actually recorded a disagreement that he had with his father the gospel recording artist the minister of music who used profanity in talking to him okay he felt that if his father's millions and millions of uh fans knew that this was the real Kirk Franklin, it would do something in diminishing who he was. His son, I believe, uh, out of his own hurt, hurt people, hurt people, made a mistake. And as we see in this documentary, he's going to admit that what happened following that was hurtful to him. What happened is that his dad stopped talking to him. When you're in a public position and someone has determined that they're going to do everything that they can to affect you negatively, what is one way that you can stop them? It's either to stop talking with them, cut off the interaction. Um, You know, there are instances where children have sued parents and parents have sued children. He didn't go that route. But he did stop allowing him entrance into his life. In this portion, at the last uh, latter part of the documentary, the son talks about how that affected him and how after he had an opportunity to, um, uh, to think about the decisions that he's made, that maybe he realizes that this wasn't the best that he could have done. However... It was what he had been taught. His dad, who, if we remember when he was referring to his mom, he referred to her as Deborah. And he probably had been doing that for years, taught his son a level of disrespect that you have for your parent, that a child can have for their parent. That he didn't have to call her mom or my mother. He could just call her by 
her first name and say whatever he needed to say or do whatever he needed to do. And he may not have intended to, but he showed his son a way of lashing out and a way of being disrespectful to his parent. And in that, his son literally recorded a conversation that they had and then posted it online. Following that, his father did not have any further interaction with him. Kirk Franklin went on. Uh, he uh, After that uh, video was released and he gave the reasons, he talked about the relationship he'd had with his, his son and how difficult it had been and this was not something, the, the problems that they had was not something that came up overnight. Uh, it had been ongoing. And then as you look at this documentary, when he talks about the fact that he didn't have, Kirk Franklin talks about the fact that he didn't have his mother to even babysit for him. He had no one when uh, he had to go to the child support office because he was late in his child support, didn't have the money, didn't have anybody he could get the money from. He had to take his child with him. And he talks about how not having that relationship with his mother affected him. So when we look at this, you also have to look at his child's story of maybe he didn't realize what that did to his dad to have no support, to have to take his baby who he loved and cared about and as a man have to acknowledge the fact that he couldn't even afford to take care of his child or to get a babysitter and have to take that same child, this same son that has disrespected him to take him with him to the child support um, uh, office to figure out how to take care of this child. Many times when you go through things that are really trying and then the, the person that you're doing this for doesn't get it, it makes it even that much harder. He, he, when he was uh, able to care for, and when he did uh, make it to a pinnacle of success in his life, it's obvious that he took care of his child. It's obvious that he spoiled his child. It's obvious that he gave his child what he did not have. The financial benefits that he shared with his child. And it's very obvious that if he shared them with those that are in the house with them now, and they talk about having brought him into the home and, and, it, and it wasn't working, but, and this was when the recording came out, they, Kirk Franklin talked about the various um, things that he'd done to try to mend the relationship. So when you realize that his son had what he didn't have. He had a parent in his life. He had someone that was giving to him. He had someone that was trying to help him. He had someone that was trying to support him. But he raised a son who had come from a different generation. For Gen, uh, Gen Xers, this was a time when in our society here in the United States that a child could call Child Protective Services on their parent for getting a whipping, okay? It wasn't that way with baby boomers. You got in trouble, you got in trouble. It's your problem. But times change. And so the Generation X 
could call child support. I remember hearing a lot of people say, I'm going to call child support, child protective services on you for whipping me. Well, now you got somebody who was raised by somebody who may not have given them corporal discipline. And so they were able to say what they thought and how they thought it and do what they wanted. And then you introduce into that interaction social media, which if your father or your mother is a well-known entity, you can tell millions of people about what they did and how they are and what you want people to know. Why? Because you're angry with them. And at one point, as little kids, they say, I'm just going to hold my breath until I die. Well, you know that's not going to work. But it was a way to fight back and a way to say that I'm unhappy with what I'm dealing with. In this situation, Kirk Franklin's son takes it to the for real streets. He puts it online. And that caused a rift in their relationship that remained. It wasn't until this video that they sat down to talk with one another. And he sits down and lets his son hear the recording for what they've wanted to know, who was his father. And they get that information together. They cry together. They hug and embrace each other. They show how much each one of them loved the other. He touches his son's face and he said he, he wanted to do that more. He wanted to show him how much he really meant to him more. They apologize to each other and his son accepts his father's apology. Big, big point. Sometimes we need to say, I'm sorry. And the other person can move forward in their life. And his son uh, also apologizes for what he did. When you look at this story, Hopefully, you'll be able to see areas in your life and in your relationships that you can change. Stick with me. We're going to keep going until we get to the end of this story. And then I have some questions I want to ask to you. This is Dr. Anita. Check out the website, D-R-A-N-I-T-A-M-C.com. Join me on Wisdom and keep coming back.